0: There has been a nominal upgrade, well, might be an upgrade, to my podcasting setup for tonight, which is that my water is not in a bottle, it is now in a cup. Mm. Because up until now, the only cups that we had in the apartment were like coffee cups slash mugs. Or pint glasses. Wow. I mean, we had other stuff like we have wine glasses, for example. Like we we have stuff like that, but it was basically barware or mugs, and that was it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And coffee
1: or alcohol.
0: Yeah, but pretty much. And so, uh, you know, the only time we would ever like the only drinks that were non-alcoholic that we would put in such glassware is if we were using our Soda Stream to make to make some sort of soda, right? then that would often mm-hmm. get poured into one of our pint glasses. But when I was home in Minnesota, I went through a bunch of stuff in my room and rediscovered... Well, I, I knew that it was always there. I'd just been ignoring it for approximately three years. A <laughs> box of kitchen stuff from my senior year of college. Um, last year, I, I let my sister raid through it to get anything that she wanted. And so there's just some stuff left, including... Some smaller glasses that are like eight ounces or so. Those Mm -hmm. were those Aaron gave to me in college and they all I think I may have told you about these, but they're there are delineations of mathematical constants on them. Right? Mm. I think we talked about this. Maybe. Uh but so for example, one of them is there's a little line and it's that is pi ounces at that line. Ah. Right. So it's very cute. But in addition, there was a set of six plastic cups. That were in like the 16-ish ounce range. And so we finally have just regular person cups for a regular amount of liquid that we can Mm. use. And so that's what I have. I have one of these plastic cups of water next to me. Mm -hmm. So as long as I don't spill it, I won't regret no longer having the noise of me opening up a water bottle to edit out every single time I try to drink water during this show.
1: Yeah, as long as you don't spill it, it's still an upgrade.
0: Exactly. So that's the deal. And it's a lovely a lovely sort of uh I don't know, like a pinkish peach color.
2: If you mm-hmm. will.
0: Doesn't really blend in with the rest of my mostly black decor around my desk, but it mm-hmm. yeah, gives a little flair.
1: Accent cup.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's kinda like uh when I decided on my iPad or or my keyboard case for my iPad, it was just a blackish gray keyboard case but I decided I didn't want a blackish-gray keyboard case, and so I got a skin for it that's orange, like a very bright orange.
1: Ooh. So Born hunting?
0: Uh, yeah, there's actually lots of deer that roam around, and I just want to make sure that they don't see me when I'm writing a blog post.
1: Wait, what? I thought the orange was so people saw you.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, well, it's not so deer don't see you, but it's specifically oh. not a color that they can differentiate.
1: Yes, yes. Silly deers so, yes, tricks I, are for I don't want to get
0: shot as I am out in hunting territory minding my own business.
1: <laughs> I was gonna just stop after I don't want to get shot.
0: Also First fair. Stop. So I can be uh, so I can be biking down the road, typing on my iPad safely?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Put
1: little reflector s- lights on it. <laughs> no, you'd be the worst person ever. If you're biking and typing on your iPad at the same time, you should get pull mode for that. I don't know
0: how I would do that. Actually I do know how I would do that. The city bikes Uh, they always have the little, like, it's not really a basket on the front. It's just a completely level surface with a lip Hmm. on the front and there's like a bungee cord so you can like Mm -hmm. bungee things down, but it's not a basket. And I think that that's, it's just a completely level surface. I probably could just set my iPad on there and try and bike no handed. (laughs) Or maybe if I have a, like keep my thumbs sort of underneath it underneath the like basket area and my fingers mm-hmm. on the keyboard that might give me enough pressure to be able to steer while typing
1: oh that would be a nightmare that'd be so don't <laughs> do that please don't i want to keep talking to you each week
0: this will be my version of walden oh god some authors go out into nature i go into the city and bike around actively
1: <laughs> stupid young man dies in horrible biking accident because he was trying to send emails <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah that's right they released the last things that i was typing because the ipad is still unlocked and it's just like hey jim thanks for that report (laughs) gosh (laughs) Uh, good stuff mm -hmm. that's something else i wanted to tell you about that's right i uh i channeled my inner you today
1: Mm. and i
0: reorganized the bookshelf at the front of our apartment
1: Ooh. Ooh.
0: Because I also came back from Minnesota with several boxes of books that were mine, that were mm-hmm. uh, in my parents' house. And mm-hmm. I finally got around to figuring out which ones I wanted to actually set up in plain view. And which ones were going to be, were either going to remain or be relegated to a box under the bed status. Mm-hmm. So, there are some easy choices. Uh, a lot of the books that I brought back were specifically uh, fancy looking books mm, so for many years Aaron, Aaron would often get me the uh, Barnes and Noble classics editions mm-hmm. but the leather bound ones so they look real nice so I have I have many of those enough to fill the full length of the top shelf of my little cube thing that acts as a bookshelf Noise. Um, so that's all on the top and then there was there were books that I either haven't read or kind of started and stopped and those got promoted to bookshelf status to try and encourage me to get back to them at some point mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a shelf ended up be, becoming empty while I was going through this process we figured out that a shelf had stuff that didn't really need to be there and, and would be relocated and so a shelf became available, and that and there went all of my various academic texts that I have brought back with me. Mm-hmm. Not all of them, but ones that were out and about. I have others in a box um, that would fill up at least another shelf. But there is a shelf with math textbooks and stuff like that, um, and one of Erin's textbooks that she still has. Uh, there's a book with some. Various, like, Christian religious literature. Like, several Bibles of Aaron and mine and some other random stuff. And set it for bookshelves. I think that's it, yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how it looks, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Speaking of religious texts...
0: Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> no, I... It was just something that popped into my head. So I was recently speaking with someone, um, and I made a joke about the fact that I'd gone to a religiously associated undergrad, uh, yep. institution. And then like along with that kind of made an off handed or I don't know how it came, somehow it came up the fact that like I'd taken, like I had a religion requirement in college, uh-huh. uh, of like classes that I had to take. that were within the religion department, and they were just, like, so baffled by that. And I don't know. It was just – they were baffled by it, and they were like, oh, that sounds miserable. Like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> and, like, looking back, it was like, "Yo, know, those are some of, like, the best classes I took. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's like – Like, okay,
1: like, one of them sucked, but the one that I got sure. to choose was great.
0: Sure. I mean, that's like everyone in any college – I mean, anywhere in life where you have a requirement. There are people who try and make the best of the requirements or just legitimately have a good time, even if they're not – actively trying to make the best of a situation. They're just like, yeah, no, that's totally fine. It makes sense given where I'm at. And then there are people who just seem to like have some fundamental disagreement with having requirements that they just decide in their head aren't reasonable. I don't
1: get that. (laughs) And like, Like, sure, there
0: are requirements that I think in certain situations that people would say are kind of reasonable. Things that come to mind are certain requirements of very... uh, heavy-handed hoas when you hear about really weird situations in that yeah but overall you know whenever i'd hear people in the science and engineering college at minnesota complain about their liberal education requirements Mm -hmm. it's like you get off it like there's nothing wrong with you having to take a literature class or whatever or a biology class even though you're gonna be a mechie like you'll be fine you'll survive Get it, get through it, you know.
1: It's good for you.
0: And and pick the course as well. Like, that's almost, that's half the, like, this is all just training you to deal with the real world. That's Mm -hmm. all this is. Like, you're always going to deal with this, like, hierarchy and bureaucracy and weird requirements and just got to navigate it and figure out how to do the best you can. And I'm sorry that you decided instead of taking environmental biology or the biology of sex, like all the smart people who needed a biology requirement, you instead took, you know, the intro biology course that is notoriously really difficult and you got a C in it. Well, that's on you, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (sighs) Learn how to play the game. That's what I say. Yeah. It's even better when you get to enjoy the game. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah I mean like I don't know was this person someone who just went to like a public university and didn't like conceptualize that there are religiously affiliated schools that people would go to even if they're not like a religiously affiliated person? Was that just news to them basically
1: it it might have been like they they went to a small school, but I guess it wasn't religiously affiliated which that was that was what surprised me. I just thought all small schools were religious uh. <laughs>
0: I think there's a, I think in our area of the country that we're used to, there's certainly a high correlation there. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it's, because the one one that comes to mind, I actually don't know if this is religiously uh, associated, I don't think it is, is Grinnell.
2: Mm,
0: I'm sure it was. It might not be. I'm sure it was founded based on something like that, but I don't think it has the same ties as others. Hmm. Yeah,
1: it probably. Um.
0: At a glance, it looks like yes, it was founded by a specific religious group, the Congregationalists. Hmm. Which is a weird New England Protestant denomination. But glad you knew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that because I think yeah, my but dad now went to that kind of church for a while when he was a kid.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: But it doesn't look like that's really yeah. their focus at all.
1: Wikipedia says that it is non religiously affiliated. There you go. Not that Wikipedia is the end all be all on religious affiliations, but I think it's also the fact that it's named good. after the city that it's in.
0: True. That's kind fair. Kind
1: of helps point towards that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh! I see. Yeah, I didn't even look at the table of summary information. Yes, religious affiliation, none. historically related to
1: the United mm-hmm. Church of
0: Christ. Yeah. I see, see? So, I, I think there are way more that are non-religious mm-hmm. affiliated. You just don't hear about them very often. And I think Grinnell It doesn't is,
1: stick out in your mind because yeah. it's like, oh, like the religious words stick out. as like, oh, that's religious. But the non-religious ones are just like, oh, that's a school. I'm not thinking about religion right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and Grinnell is just on my mind because, like, it's in Iowa. I have a cousin who went there. Mm -hmm. I've met so many random people who went to weird, random small colleges. I've met lots who haven't, but I think it's easy to underestimate how many proper institutions there are around the country.
1: Oh, yeah. There's that Tom. are
0: private. Like, there's a crazy number of, of private colleges and universities. And it would be even more wild if all of them, or a vast majority, were religiously affiliated. I would mm-hmm. find that kind of surprising. But in either case, it's also surprising that someone who ended up in Iowa or in the surrounding area uh, would have no clue about that as a thing either. Mm hmm. So
1: Weird. Yeah. It was just a weird little thing that happened. Yeah. But That's funny. Yeah. You know what else is funny, Mark. What? If there was a mannequin on the moon by by Ian uh Boothby in Piaguerra, We're just gonna roll with those. In the scene we have uh we have two two uh younger younger guys standing around in the kitchen. One looks like he's been standing there for a while, kind of morning time looking because the coffee pot has got some coffee in it and he's standing there holding the steaming cup of joe. Looking over at the other guy who appears to have kind of just rolled out of bed, just walked in the room, still wearing PJs and stuff. And he also has what appears to be uh antennae and butterfly wings uh attached to his back. And the title's caption or the comic is captioned with slept too ro- slept too long slept too long rolled up in a blanket. I only messed that up 3 times. Slept too long rolled up in a blanket. There we go. Let's see if Mark cuts that together right. <laughs>
0: You took so long to say it that I thought you had already said it and you were waiting on me. I was about to say something. No, you cut out. That's what it
1: was. Oh, sure. We lost connection. So I said it like four times and I messed it up the first three while you were gone. Okay. (laughs) So it just worked out. I could have lied and said I did it on purpose, but I didn't.
0: Okay. I have a few ways to approach this conversation. Let's start with this. How much do you like Sleeping in a sleeping
1: bag. Uh, Gosh, that's that's way harder of a question than it should be for me. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I like sleeping in a sleeping bag. I feel like it's just like, I like it because of other positive associations. Like, I don't necessarily like crappy hot dogs that they serve at baseball games, but I enjoy them because they served at baseball games which is like fun
0: it's like an environment thing
1: yeah or, or like an association experience thing. thing yeah um yeah like okay. they're they're all right but like i don't know like i like them it's not that i dislike them it's just really like it's not that special or it's not like i would oh roll out a sleeping bag on my bed instead of sleeping in my bed
0: that was actually going to be one you of know. my questions. Yeah, <laughs> is no, I, I am... wonder how many people would do that and like, why I they wouldn't, don't.
1: I wouldn't do that unless there was like a logical... Re- like, So I've done stuff like that where it's like, oh, I'm moving and like the rest of my bed is packed up and I'm sleeping on an air mattress and I don't want to like have anything else that I have to pack up. So I just have my sleeping bag.
0: Sure. That makes sense. I actually know I am realizing that I am aware of someone... Who does always sleep in a sleeping bag. And they do have a particular reason. Are are you aware of the comedian Mike Berbiglia?
1: I am aware of him. Does he have like night terrors or something?
0: Yeah, so this is... He has a whole mm. special called Sleepwalk With Me. Where mm-hmm. he uh, talks about his experience developing this uh, very bad sleepwalking syndrome. And uh, the resolution as far as i'm aware is still the case is that he his his uh now wife i believe helps zip him up into a sleeping bag up to his neck and he wears oven mitts on his hands mm-hmm. so that he can't like get out of it mhm because otherwise while he's asleep he will get out and go mess around in places like he the, the main reason that this became such a big issue is that while he was on the road by himself he uh, walked out the window on the second story of a hotel
1: oh god
0: yeah um so that's a p- pretty good reason to uh, be wrapped up in a sleeping bag like that but well, let's get to the the meat of the matter so aaron and i have an impending camping trip Hmm. With uh, we're meeting up with Aaron's little brother in Yosemite.
1: And yeah, I'm jealous. Like,
0: like we have our we have our camping stuff already, but I'm just curious, you, Mister Outdoorsy Man, what sort of things do you look for in a sleeping bag?
1: Ooh. See, you're gonna get the. I don't know if this is the truly outdoorsy part of me or the like bad outdoorsy person part of me. Huh. But so uh, things that I look for. Uh, or can I just describe the qualities of my current sleeping bag? Yeah, sure. And I'm going to apologize because you might have to bleep a thing or two here. <laughs> Shit and cheap. hmm Okay. Because most of my camping at this point in my life is during good months for camping. So, like, it's always it's always relatively warm, not too bad. Um, And so the sleeping bag is more of a, like, yeah, I got to bring this thing along because, like, I got to, but the cheap ones are generally pretty light because they don't have anything heavy in them because they're cheap. And honestly, I've just had a super cheap one for the past like seven years and it's done fine. And so like, it was like seven bucks. Sure. And like, I've used it for at least that many years. So like it's worked out as a decent deal. But if you, if I needed a sleeping bag for any more like demanding circumstances, I'm sure I would look into getting something that's actually good. Mm-hmm. The other thing is a lot of my camping is done with my hammock tent setup. So like you're sleeping in a hammock and sleeping bags really just aren't great for that. I know lots of people do use them, but like it's just extra awkward to be like like scooting yourself into a sleeping bag when you're already in a hammock and like the thing about hammocks is when you're sleeping in them like any padding under like directly between your body and the hammock is pretty much worthless because of just how much compression there is yeah and that so makes it, sense it's not going to keep you warmer so most people just use like a blanket that they have on top of them and they might like wrap it around the side a little bit to like kind of hold it in but so when i go like hammock camping i normally just bring like i've got like a light down blanket that I bring to keep warm. Sure. So. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Like I'm not a I'm not a sleeping bag prude. I'm a prude about other things camping related, <laughs> but not sleeping bags. <laughs> okay.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, we were we we were realizing that we probably should look at the weather because I mean
2: mm-hmm.
0: we we have no idea what it's going to be like at night in particular because that, that's obviously the only concern. Um, is are we going to get very cold and ca- how do we adequately prepare to not get very
1: cold? Yeah. So is, is weight at all a consideration? That's the other uh, thing.
0: We're car camping. So no, Okay. like we're yeah. just, we're basically driving out for the weekend. We're meeting up in Yosemite. We're going to go to some, you know, probably just camp off the side of the road in Bureau yeah. of land management area mm-hmm. and uh, camp on like a Friday night, hang out on Saturday, do whatever camp Saturday night, drive back. On sometime on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty... It's pretty low stakes, all things considered. Um, and the fact that we have Aaron's little brother with us, who is a very outdoorsy person, uh, and, and we'll have all the stuff that we will likely need beyond just our tent and sleeping arrangements. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we should be pretty good.
1: Okay. Because I feel like with, like, sleeping bags, you can just get, like, something freaking warm and nice... Unless you're, like, worried about weight and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's a lot easier if you don't care how heavy it is, certainly. Or how bulky it is or anything.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're not not even in the market, really, for a sleeping bag at all. We have, I think I probably told you about this last year, but we just got a camping kit, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's just a a big package
0: bundle with the tent and sleeping pads and sleeping bags. So we have what we have, and until something goes wrong with them, that's what we'll keep using.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's more just a matter of, do we want to bring, like, an additional blanket in addition to, like, the pillows that we're already going to be bringing with us <laughs> and our sleeping bags and everything? Hmm. Okay, let, let's pivot slightly again, then. <laughs> we may have talked about this a little bit, but I know you're a bit of a uh, an old, you have some old man tendencies. And I'm curious, <laughs> I know we've talked sure. about you sitting like an old man with a blanket on your lap. I believe <laughs> is this accurate? I don't know
1: Is that really like an old man though like
0: it really strikes me as an old man thing Because at least stereotypically that is just how every old man in a nursing home sits in a rocking chair is with a blanket on their lap,
1: <laughs> okay, or like cheap person who doesn't want to pay for more heat in the winter.
0: <laughs> well, that's different though i'm I'm curious what. So, we we already covered you have very few qualities that you care about in sleeping bags. Do you have anything that you look for in blankets? Or do you have, like, preferences for kinds fluffy. of blankets?
1: Fluffy? Fluffy, soft. Um, How
0: do you, like, what do you mean by fluffy? Because I think of two things when I think of fluffy, and I'm not sure which you mean.
1: So, most of, uh, like, I'm not talking about, like, a quilt that's fluffy.
0: Okay. So, something can be thin, but still be fluffy for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess most of my, like, preferred blankets are typically, like, a single layer that's just fluffy. You know? Like, not not something that's a constructed blanket, necessarily. Or, I don't know, like a... Yeah, not like a quilted blanket. Things that are warm, but also light are also... Like, I don't want like weighted blankets are a totally different thing for
0: blankets weighing down your frail bones
1: well no they're just like (laughs) a different thing for a different situation yeah i know and so normally with a blanket like i want something that i can kind of like like just like toss and like kind of like uh floof i don't know the words for it i'm like making hand gestures and i know (laughs) you can't see them um like that i can just kind of like toss or like kind of whip a little bit and it'll kind of flail out or whatever and like But if you got too heavy of a blanket, you can't do that stuff. It can't. It's harder to adjust. You have to adjust with your hands like some plebeian scum. Like, you got to sit up and (laughs) throw it back over your feet. And then, oh, it didn't throw far enough, so you got to sit up further. And it's like, no, I'm not going to deal with that. I want something I can just, like, whip around, like, woohoo!
0: Orientation shouldn't matter, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But. That's fair. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I got preferences. It's just hard to describe.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I think like I I like the the fuzzy blankets that we have, except that they get they feel like they get dirty much faster. Mm. It doesn't help that one of them is white.
1: Yeah, that's not your one problem. I don't like don't, very no. much. That's another requirement: dark colors.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: I don't care if they're dirty. I just don't want to know they're dirty. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. I do care if they're dirty, but <laughs> but only to
0: a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. You don't care if they're stained.
1: No, I do care if they're, like, I don't want them to be dirty or stained, but like, I don't want that to be all I'm thinking about when I'm using the blanket, which is what like white blankets would make me think, even if it is perfectly clean.
0: I agree. Yeah, I think I'm very partial to, uh, I don't know, I think I like the feel of a thicker blanket. Like it doesn't have to be heavy, but just like the thickness, I like I do like that uh, for a lot of circumstances. I, I just find that, I don't know, it just feels better, more satisfying, I guess. But mm-hmm. at the same time, my current favorite thing is a quilt that I have that I bought at uh, the camp that I used to work at. They have a quilt auction every year because it's a Bible camp, and so you get lots and lots of church ladies who make quilts. Yep. And uh, I bought one. Uh, in the auction and I still have it and it's great and I really like it. It's just very very soft and and warm and just sort of like comforting, but it's pretty thin for a quilt, I think. So I like I blankets can be very effective still when they're thin, but I like the idea of a really thick blanket especially when it's getting cold out. Mm-hmm. So, that might actually be the worst part of living here is I'm not really gonna get a whole lot of that cozy winter
1: feeling, yeah, that sounds sad. your life is sad it is
0: yeah, I mean I'll get it when I go home for a month for Christmas, but mm-hmm so well that does remind me i uh i was I was uh when I was going back to Minnesota I was worried that I couldn't find the uh, tripod that comes with my microphone mm I couldn't find it anywhere. I just found it when I was cleaning up my desk today, Mm -hmm. so uh, that means I should be able to actually bring it back to Minnesota. We shouldn't have to record, like, eight episodes in November or something dumb.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) because I wanted to... You would have needed to warn me, like, now so we could start planning ahead on this.
0: Oh, I know. I know. So, I'm happy that I found it. (laughs) Blankets, blankets, blankets. We have too many blankets. I'm sure I've complained about that many times, but...
1: Yeah, and I don't understand your complaints, but I try to I be as empathetic just take up so much can. space.
0: We have a blanket bucket, and it doesn't fit them all.
1: <laughs> Time to get a bigger blanket bucket, bro.
0: I don't have space for a bigger blanket bucket. I live in San Francisco. <laughs> We're not all just swimming in space like you are.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm feeling a bit attacked right now. <laughs> um, do we want to unpack this?
0: No, there's no space <laughs> to unpack, it. I live in San Francisco. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe we should think critically about this situation then. <laughs> uh,
0: actually, one of the other good things that I brought back with me to Minnesota that I was able to dump off was Aaron's massive suitcase that mm-hmm. was big enough to fit. Man, I feel like I'm just repeating myself so much. I can't remember what I've told you. Um, but we had this massive suitcase that feels like it was as big as my trunk. It definitely filled up the vast majority of my trunk space on the way back. Mm -hmm. And so I put inside of it my full duffel of clothes, my disc golf backpack, (laughs) and a pickleball set. And all of that fit very comfortably with room to spare in this suitcase that we had previously had under our bed in our apartment.
2: Nice.
0: And that was not very useful use of space, so we brought it back to Minnesota. And now we don't need to deal Mm -hmm. with it anymore for now. So that is thrilling. Good. Yeah. It just gets replaced with boxes of books.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, my God intended.
1: Okay. (laughs) Gosh. No, that just reminds me of something that I was... Oh? So, I feel like this might just be a long-running joke in my family from now on or something. But uh, I was talking to my parents the other week, and I was like all flustered and like kind of complaining about different things that I had going on in my life and how just some of them were stupid that I had to do them, but I still was doing them because of whatever. And I was just like kind of frustrated. And then like my mom like asked me, I don't even remember, remember how it came up, but I just like kind of exasperated and slightly more forcefully than I meant to was like, it's okay, mom, I'm doing the Lord's work. (laughs) And it was like right at the end of the conversation. And like every time that we've talked since then, Either her or my father have like made some little quip of like, oh yeah, the Lord's work. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What do you mean?" And they're like, "You said it last time, and we've just been laughing about it ever since." And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm never gonna live this one down." So That's yeah, excellent. Doing the Lord's work, Mark. You know what? That's what we're doing out here on. Common That's going to be the
0: title of this episode: "Is the Lord's work." Perfect. <laughs> This episode ordained by God.
1: <laughs> Ooh, I like it.
0: Did you hear my like dusk pound?
1: Yeah, it was forceful.
0: I may have to keep that in the episode just for that. Hope it hope it came out well. Grant has brought Bark Eater Lake by Corey Pandolf. We have a uh, a man. Looks a little, kind of, maybe a little frustrated, a little terse. Got a nice buzz cut going on. He's looking at a an old computer, at least vintage 2007, which was when this comic was written. And next to him is a dog, an anthropomorphic dog of sorts, holding a cup of something. And the man, looking at the computer, says, When I tell my computer to delete email messages... Where do they go? And the dog, gesturing wildly in the air, almost spilling what now is probably appears to be coffee in his cup, says, To a magic or ugh, to far away magical place called Cleveland. The dog holds his pose as the man looks at him questioningly. And the dog continues. They go into the trash thingy. I don't know. What am I, the Wizard of Id?
1: Ugh. So Mark emails, 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 emails. Specifically email addresses and using them to sign up for things. I just, I just got a rant about uh, a service in which you have to uh sign up, and it's kind of inevitable that if you stick with the same service. You eventually, will need to sign up for a second account, but okay, sure. Okay, so the situation is insurance, <laughs> okay, and so because insurance like varies across state lines and stuff, like you need to get new insurance policies if you move across state lines and all that fun stuff, sure. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not complaining about that process, that is totally fine. I understand, uh, some things just gotta be like that, uh-huh. but. So I have uh, been dealing with some insurance stuff recently and run into the issue of trying to get – like if you got new insurance policies like via the same company as I have used in the past and so they make you set up a new account because you can't link it to your old account because that would be too logical or make sense. And so their system requires you to make a new account, which is like their choice. Okay but then they won't let me use my email because it's already used for another account. How is uh-huh. this a problem that they haven't solved? Hmm. Like when I just saw it, it just made me so irrationally frustrated, not angry, just frustrated. Cause it's like, what do you want me to do?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Like, are you sure you, you sa- didn't do something wrong?
1: <laughs> I am certain I didn't do something wrong because <laughs> When I was doing it the right way, I vividly remember thinking, "This is kind of weird. Like, isn't that going to make problems down the line?" <laughs> uh, and yes, it has made problems down the line.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, what would you end up doing?
1: Uh, putting it off until tomorrow so I can call someone to see if I can get help. Okay. I'm trying. Like, yeah, <laughs> I I think I might be able to get help if I can talk to someone on the phone. And like, because I'm wondering if it's just like a multiple things still process it processing at once so like they still view all my old stuff as valid so they're not and maybe after that's fully processed i don't know Mm -hmm. but it's just like this is so like i was like i and it's not something i have to do like i have all the things that i need and i can do it the dinosaur way but i would very much like to have like internet access to these sorts of things because that will be much more convenient if, say, like, my apartment burns down and all the dinosaur way things burn up with it. Uh-huh. Um, it'd be very nice to have access that doesn't burn. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah, I. Uh, this reminds me of my experience trying to update my AAA membership when I moved here. Uh-huh. Because I discovered... I mean, I, I discovered this when I first signed up, but I didn't realize the implications... That when you sign up for AAA, AAA is like this broad parent organization that does essentially nothing, Mm -hmm. and then there are specific local chapters that are kind of weirdly defined. Mm -hmm. It's so particular. The, uh, well, it seems to me that some chapters of AAA are much more closely associated with the overall parent organization than some others. Hmm. So uh, the uh, one in San Diego is covered by the Automobile Club of Southern California, Mm, which is very far away from AAA in that they don't even use the same app. They have their own app for everything. Oh, that's up. And so when I tried to update any information about myself to try and be like, hey, can I like transfer my membership and update my address and stuff? They're like, nope, you can't. Uh, you have to like go into a AAA office or something like that. I was like, I don't want to do that. I'd really prefer not to. And so I ended up just letting that lapse and signing up with the one up here, mm-hmm. which is much more closely associated with AAA proper, as evidenced by the fact that they use the official AAA app for everything. Nice. Like it's such a weird situation, but in my case, luckily these are like, Separate enough entities that there was no conflict at all. Having slightly overlapping s- setups. Also, I was in the same state, but still.
2: Hmm. <sighs> it's
0: weird and obnoxious. Is this a? Here's a random question for you. In case you do have to actually just stick with a completely different email. Um. Are you aware of the plus sign trick with Gmail? If you happen to be using Gmail,
1: I. I believe I am. Can't you put a plus sign? Is it before the... Uh, after. A- okay, so it's after. Is it after everything?
0: So, yeah, after your... No, it is your essentially your username plus anything you want at gmail.com.
1: Okay, so it's before the at sign.
0: Before the at sign, after your sort of proper email handle let's call yeah, it yeah
1: and it'll still go to the same email address yes
0: because google just kind of ignores everything after the plus sign for whatever reason yeah and I, so
1: i was considering doing that i was going to give it okay. like another day or two and then i was just going to go in and see if that works i assumed it probably might yeah the other the issue with that is then like i have to remember that for this account i said my email is that so when like if i have That's to log true. in with my email address.
0: Yeah, that's the main reason I've never used this trick. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I also don't want to deal with that. Unless you start being really consistent with it, then it could work. Yeah. But then a lot of times when you're signing up for stuff from scratch, it, you know, it's easiest if you just hook it up to Google immediately, but then you can't adjust your email. You know, it's just Google. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit more annoying, but. That was, that was my only potential aid here.
1: No, I'm glad you mentioned it again, because it makes me more confident in the prospect of using it if I feel like I have to.
0: Mm-hmm. Any other any other email complaints or things to discuss?
1: Uh, not really. Just I wish I could type them faster. I wish I didn't think about them as much. Um, yeah, I got some annoyances with Outlook and mm. the... Uh, different functionalities on mobile versus desktop and like functionalities that I have on mobile that like, I'm pretty sure just don't exist on desktop. And I tried to like Google about them and I couldn't figure anything out. Interesting. Um, cause I'm sure it's just like a weird functionality that they've just left in the mobile version. Cause like whatever, yeah, we'll f- probably didn't probably they took it out of or whatever. Cause like no one used it cause it is kind of, not very useful but for a niche application I liked it
0: that's uh, something totally random I may mean, I include this in the episode but you can just keep uh, recording if you want
1: do you, wait do you want to know well, something else random sure have you ever met a man named Doris mm-hmm.